Hello, Internet. You're listening to Genius Cast with Scott and Mike. I'm Scott. And Mike. I am Mike. Very good. Uh, <laughs> this is what happens when we don't practice our intros ahead of time. Yeah, well, we have a limited amount of time, and we can either practice or we can just do one bad take. That's, that's me. What, yeah. Bad take, Mike. That's what they call it. There me. we go. Uh, as always, if you have not seen the things on the Genius before the sixth episode of the fourth season, uh, do it because we're going to spoil everything. And uh, also, before we get started, a quick shout-out for the Genius Reddit page, which is reddit.com slash r slash uh, the genius, which uh, you can have your own flair. I chose Kyung Hoon uh, before tonight's episode. So before it was cool, I had Kyung Hoon uh, as my flair on there. Uh, so it's uh, basically a, a great place if, um, if you speak English. And if you're listening to this podcast, you either do speak English or are confused. Uh, so go there, talk about the genius. It's a good place to talk about it. And, uh, it's like the one part of Reddit you don't have to feel guilty about associating with. I created an account just to start posting there. Uh, of course I was posting links to this podcast and it was shameless self, shameless self promotion, but so it goes. Yeah. I saw the link to our podcast. I was like, Oh, who posted it? A guy named TG Scott. Who could that be? I have no That's idea. TGS magic TGS for the great Scott magic for magic. Uh, as again, I am a professional magician. So, uh, yeah. So there you go. Um, I don't know. I, it's so weird picking a username. What username do you pick? I, I'm ostensibly leaving it open to do other things on Reddit at some point. Like in case I become a racist or misogynist, I might want to join other communities. So okay, uh, you're set. You know, I, yeah. So I don't want to just be like Sangman fan one, one, one or something. You know, you <laughs> got to have something that, that plays in the genius uh, area and also plays in the, uh, in the horrible little corners of Reddit that uh, take up about 90% of it. If, uh, if Gawker is to be believed. Well, I, I'm making an account. I'm going to choose my flair. I think I'm going with season two segment because I did see that you can choose <laughs> not just the person's name, but what season you want them from. You're such a front runner. Lo- love that guy. I'll take him anytime. I honestly like season one segment better. I just, I wish he could have won, but what are you going to do? You have that option too. You can differentiate season one. You, can, you can make season, season one segment win. <laughs> on reddit all things are possible i was trying real hard watching season one even though it had been taped several years earlier it uh, it didn't do much for him i don't think so should we get started with uh, with this episode let's do it all right let's see episode six and we'll begin as we always do with the players coming into the genius theater the lobby of the what kind of place is this where are they ostensibly playing this game I, I like to imagine it's like the, mo- the movie series Saw, just a little bit nicer. <laughs> I think it's Dealer Hong's house. I think she lives there. <laughs> hey, you guys are back! She just Can't redecorates. Every season she just redecorates. She's like, yeah, this season we're going for like a medieval dungeon type theme. You know how it is. It turns out this is the final date on the South Korean uh, Bachelorette, and Dealer Hong is choosing between the other two dealers. And oh, the fantasy date. Yet. Yeah, I <laughs> I, I've never actually seen The Bachelor, but I, somebody once described to me uh, the fantasy date and what happens. I was like, my God, American television. Who knew? Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, someone I went to high school with, or twins, I think, we went to my high school. We're on The Bachelorette. And then uh, I think uh, my rabbi's daughter was on Average Joe or something. And uh, so that's, uh, that's the only times I've watched those shows is when I've, I've literally had previously met someone on them. And even then, I didn't like it or remember it or pay much attention so oh, if only we knew somebody who was actually on the genius then we could tie it into this podcast and have them on as a guest and all that stuff would be fantastic yeah yeah um well i'm a magician maybe i can get uh yunkil i think we all want to hear what yunkil has to say about season four 
I, I mean, again, I know that he will have sunglasses on during the recording of any podcast he's a guest on. So you can always count on that. Yeah, st- staying with the tangents. Uh, uh, yeah, I once I uh, got to watch a podcast recording about uh, a decade ago with Phil Helmuth, the poker player, and he informed me that the reason he was wearing his Oakley sunglasses was because, per his his deal with them, his sponsorship deal, he had to wear them even for podcasts. That's amazing. Good That's job, pretty, Phil Helmuth. That's I don't great. think you understood the deal. So, all right. So we walk into uh, the, gen- the dealer Hong's living room, and uh, Jung Moon wants Kyung Hoon to just give her a garnet. Hey, how about a garnet? Give me a garnet. Can I please have a garnet? May I have a garnet? That pretty much the st- yeah the story of our day today is Jung Moon asking for things. So who would who would have thought? Yeah, and she she says, all right. Well, if you won't just give me a garnet, how about you promise me a token of life? And he's like, what? What? No. N- no. Yeah, you know. Th- yeah, exactly. Full Johnny Mac. No, is what we get to start off this episode. Of well, the he's he's more polite than that, but yeah, that's basically what it is. Uh, you, you know it's not a good thing when you're begging Kyung Hoon for help with anything in the genius. So uh, Yun Sung comes in. Uh, it's mentioned that he's uh, he was suspected last week for being uh, as being a rebel because his eyebrows were so shaky, and he says it's because he has bad health, which makes sense, being as how he practices Oriental medicine and not you know like real medicine. Yeah, I kind of wanted more details on that. I, I want to know what his bad health ailment is. Is it a an Oriental medicine bad health ailment? Is it like uh, the plants in his house are aligned in the wrong direction and such. He's, he's got a cough. Yeah. Uh, I, I some details. I think there's an acupuncture needle lodged in his occipital lobe. <laughs> that would do it. That would probably do it. Yeah. Uh, Jun Seak wants to use Jung Moon to eliminate Kyung Ran. I'm not sure how that plan's going to work, but that happened. And I said to myself, Hmm, I bet Jun Seak's going to the death match today. <laughs> I didn't really understand what he was even going for there. Like, well, what was the point of putting that out there? Yeah, no, no it didn't. Um, didn't make a lot of sense so uh, we're gonna have a garnet match today the garnet match is called garnet thief uh, we're gonna start the garnet match kyung hoon hyunmin and yun sung each have eight garnets jun seok dongmin and jinho each have five jung moon and kyung ran each have four now uh since we have these numbers in front of us now and we know how this game ended it's it's kind of interesting that um yun sung actually loses a garnet over the course of the game yeah, and if you think about it, it ties back to basically his first move in the game as, as we get into the game. But this was well set up for everybody to end up in the net positives by the time it was over. And Yunsung does not have, all things considered, the best performance by the, the time this day is over. Well, the players add, uh, off the top of my head, I believe they added 22 garnets during the day. But yeah, Yunsung by far had the worst day today. He had a very bad day. Um, everyone else picks up garnets. Uh, Kyunghoon, Hyunmin... Uh, Dongmin, Jinho, and Kyungran all wind up with 10. So Kyungran picking up six garnets. Jungmoon picking up two. Jun Seok picking up one. So everyone else gains garnets and remains in the game. And Jun Seok, uh, Jun, Yun, all these names are starting to run together. Dr. Yunsung loses a garnet and is eliminated. So I guess he loses all his garnets and all future garnet earning potential. So he loses his garnets. You lose your ability to pronounce his name. It's a wash. Yeah. Uh, so actually, my ability to pronounce his name was granted to me by a talking shrew. Uh, so uh, I believe that the spell has worn off. So I'm just back to where I started. Where uh, you know, a few months ago, I could, probably couldn't pronounce any of these names either. So I, he's a miracle. Doctor. I can do any of them. We'll go with Doctor. We got it covered. The Doc. Yeah, I have shorthand in my notes for these guys as I'm writing down uh, what's happening in the episode. 
And this week I finally stopped writing their full name every time. And I started writing little like two letter abbreviations. So it's like the periodic table of genius players. <laughs> well, that's a, I mean, speaking of which we can do that now because we're heading down in numbers. You know, this episode starts with eight people left. You know, we have lost the person whose name was most similar to Dr. Yoon-sung. So it's a little bit easier to differentiate him when we're talking about things now that lawyer Yoon-sung is gone. Yep. Um, and, you know, when we get to the end of this episode, they're going to note that, you know, we're down only now to the, the strong players remaining. But I've got to say, if, if we look back to where we were at the end of last week, we, I think both of us felt like Dr. Yoon-sung was, you know, playing well, was in a pretty decent position, all things considered. So today we get to talk about how it all fell apart for him. Yeah, I had him in fourth place after last week. So I'm going to try to explain today's main match because um, I, I think I can do it. And I think if we try to do it together, we're going to wind up confusing each other. So here, here is um, basically what it is. There are uh, each round, uh, in each of eight rounds, each player will both choose and say one of four different uh, groups they can join. They can be uh, in the mafia, they can be in the cartel, they can be police, or they can be a beggar. Now, uh, we'll put aside what they say they are for the moment. Uh, what they actually choose, what they actually select in each round, whichever of mafia or cartel has the most uh, people choose it, uh, the members of that group share equally in a pool of four garnets. There's four garnets each round. Uh, if uh, whatever is left over after that is shared equally by whoever chooses beggar. So let's say three people choose cartel, two people choose mafia, uh, two choose police, and one choose beggar. Cartel has more than mafia, so each cartel person gets one. They share equally what's left over is one garnet. That goes to the, the lone beggar, and that's how those, those uh, garnets would be distributed. If there is a tie between mafia and cartel, then the garnets are distributed evenly amongst the police. So let's say there's three mafia, three cartel, two police. Each person in the police shares evenly in the four garnets. That's two per person. Any leftover after the police get it would then be shared by the beggars. And finally, the most interesting case, which we don't get in the instructions, but we later see, is that if uh, either the cartel or the mafia has five or more people, you can't split the garnets evenly. So all four garnets revert to the beggars and are split evenly. By the beggars. Finally, if you have said, uh, if you have announced a lie about what you selected, and you do not win a garnet in that round, you lose a garnet. So if you say you're in the mafia, but you actually choose the police, and the police do not get any garnets that round, you lose a garnet. However, if you choose, if you say you chose mafia and you choose police, and the police do get garnets, then you don't give up a garnet for your lie. Players select uh, randomly to determine their turn in the first round, and each round the turn rotates by one. So if you go first in the first round, you go eighth in the next round, then seventh, sixth, five, fifth, and, and so on and so forth. Okay, so is that sensible? Makes sense? Good I think you nailed it, and that sounds right to me. Great. I watched uh, the instructions a couple times. Good old Bandit Young. So the players draw for order. Jinho uh, is number one. Uh, Hyunmin is number two. He complains that he must have accidentally gotten Jinho's number. Uh, Sung is three, Dongmin four, Jun Seok five, Jungmoon six, Kyungran seven, Kyunghoon is eight. Uh, also, after rounds three and seven, uh, any player can receive uh, one garnet from another player. So you can give away as many as you like, but you can only receive up to one. Let's start the game. Let's do it. Uh, to give a, a shout out to our podcasting compadres, Dom and Colin, I think when they were previewing this episode, they mentioned that you know, it looked like it would shake up as or shake out as friends of Sangmin versus the not friends of Sangmin. And the teams do essentially start dividing in that way as things get started, or at least what we're shown leads us to believe that. So yeah. Uh, Yeonsung and Kyunghoon team up to try to stop Hyunmin from winning is their goal. Uh, Dongmin wants Jungmoon to follow him. She, she comes and asks for his help. He says, Hey, just do everything I say. 
and uh, I'll, I'll help you. Every, everything I say, and you'll be okay. So Jung Moon says uh, the golden words of the Dongmin Lemming motto. She says, I think I'll have to trust him. How many times have we heard that over the last couple seasons? It, it seems to work for him. People tend to trust him. I mean, what's been different so far is that people who are, have trusted him this season are not immediately getting kicked out of the game as opposed to last time around. Uh, it previously was the phrase, I think, most clearly associated with Sangmin. But now, yeah, Dongmin has the mantle. And Jung Moon decides she's going to go along with it. I think I'll have to trust him. Okay. So they eventually work out signals that she can use to let uh, Team Dongmin know what's what's up. Uh, they She's going to touch her hair. Or she's going to put her hair behind her ears. She, she explains this to Hyunmin. Um, I, I don't think they're falling in love, by the way. Are they falling in love? Does not seem like they're falling in love. No, they're not falling in love. Uh, and uh, I'd also well, like to note, for the signals, not enough dancing. We needed more punching yourself in the head and more dancing. Because those are the signals we use on the genius. Like I said, my, my, I have my wife watching season two, and we're almost at that episode. And I'm very excited because that's one of my favorite reveals when they go back and they show how he was signaling and how blatant it was and all the dancing and the hitting his head. And yeah, so that'll be fun when we get to that. Um, all right. So we have, uh, yeah, the two teams are talking about their strategies. The team with uh, Jun Seok, Kyung Hoon, Jung Moon, and Young Sung are trying to figure out how to win jointly. Whereas the other team, Dong Min, uh, wants the sole winner to be Dong Min. And later he wants to be the sole loser. But he, he's kind of all over the place in these strategy sessions. He he wants them to focus on making one person first place, which, again, it, it just doesn't matter that much. I mean, if you're going to make yourself first place, that's great. But if you're in a team of four and you can't get the joint win, again, it's that old thing of, like, if we can't all win together, one of them is going to pick one of us or one of us is going to pick one of them. So, really, you kind of have to be going for the joint win. I mean, if you personally want to avoid coming in last place, that's great. If you have a way that you personally can take first without alienating everybody in a way that's going to affect you in future rounds, that's great. But for the most part, you need to be looking for a way to get a joint win. So um, I, I don't, I'm not sure why this is Dongman's first instinct here. Right. I, I, I think I tried to reinterpret it after the fact as him saying, we're going to prioritize the joint win if it's possible. But if it truly looks like it's not possible, then I'm happy to take one for the team, uh, push myself into last place, and then get to choose Jun Seok as my target. And take him to the death match. Sure, but that's yeah. not how it's presented at the time. I mean, Dongmin says pretty clearly he wants to lose to earn garnets for the next garnet match, which is really silly. Like he's you, you can't think about the next garnet match. Like you got to survive this one first, right? Yeah, it, this it one, is a callback. And we're about it as, it's sort of a callback to last season when he does something relatively yeah. similar, where he again says, "But he was really trying it last season when he was really trying to lose. Like he was really trying to lose. He had a bad strategy for it, and I guess we could talk about whether he really wanted to do it because." Uh, I don't recall the game specifically, but I remember it was a situation where he could essentially just start losing and like no one could stop him from losing. It was the uh, the miser game, right? Right. Yeah, he had the opportunity. And in this one, I think you could say potentially he had slightly less opportunity, although if he had gone through with the idea and just given Garnets out to essentially everyone in his alliance and even beyond, he probably still could have done it. I Yeah, I, I mean, I'm with you that it's pretty unclear how this shakes out and why it does, but it does seem that at some point he decided, you know what? The joint win seems like you know, a perfectly likely possibility, and let's put all our eggs in that basket. Yeah, so uh, they, they do come back to that, which is a, a good move. And in my notes here, I have it written, is Jung Moon really a spy? Normally, we don't get to see the spy footage. Uh, we don't get to see the scene at, at the beginning, like in real time, as the spy is working through the codes and what they're going to be doing. So it's sort of, you know, it's, you watch enough genius, and it sets off alarm bells. Like, okay, well, if they're showing us that she's the spy, and she's doing this, 
she must not be the spy. You know, right. like, what's, it, the, what's the, the trick? What's, exactly. The, what, what's the twist that we're expecting here? Like, they can't be showing us everything right now. So where are we headed? Right. And, you know, I thought it was a betrayal or that she was a double agent or something like that. But, uh, well, as we'll see, yeah. that, that is not the case. She is trying to spy for that team. I, so. I figured there was going to be a reveal that the entire team had figured it out and was feeding her the wrong information to feed yep. to the others. But that, yeah, that's but you not figure that out after, after one round. I mean, you can only do that one time before she passes on the wrong information and the whole thing unravels. You know, like, because yeah. either she figures out what you've done, well, she would figure out what you've done. The other team doesn't think they can trust her. They think she's betrayed her and she's a double agent and she gets stuck in the middle, but you can't, you can't really move on past that. Like then there's just, you got a team of three, a team of four and you've got Jung Moon who's like screaming because that's what she does. She, she starts screaming and whining. So, um, all right. So, uh, round one, let's go to round one. Uh, and again, I, I think I'm, I'd be interested to see how this game would play out if we didn't have two teams of, of four. Um, or as you know, I guess uh, a team of six and a team of two. <laughs> but um, you know, I, I just I don't know if you play this game in the situation if you're ever going to have a situation other than two teams of four forming. Because with a team of four, you you have an incredible amount of control over what's happening. You can um, with four people, you can put one person on each of the four um, each of the four jobs, and you can make sure that that. If anybody gets anything, uh, any garnets, your team is amongst the people who gets garnets. Like that, your team can't get frozen out of garnets. You can put all your eggs in one basket in an attempt to make mafia or cartel win, or to ensure you know if you put them all in mafia, you can ensure that cartel can't win and vice versa. So uh, I, I am kind of curious to see if if that's just how it's always going to go if you play this game, or if um, if there's a different way to play it. Sure. I, I think there were opportunities in some of our rounds, you know, if somebody was playing spoiler or if somebody hadn't been picked, like if lawyer Yusun was still around uh, to correctly read the room and then get a single, you know, four garnet score in any given round, it'd be tough to repeat that performance round over round. So really sticking with the team seems like the best bet for the long run, even though defecting in any one round could be successful. Yeah, I mean, the part of the problem, too, is that with the way that this game is structured, if you're a lone wolf, you can't generate four garnets just for yourself, right? Because in order to, in order to move four garnets into, like, the beggar zone, um, you need to have things perfectly placed outside the beggar zone. So you gotta, uh, you gotta, like, you gotta choose cartel or, you know, you gotta be the fifth person in the cartel or the mafia yourself. Yeah, uh, you pretty much have to be defecting. It'd be hard if you didn't have any... Uh, any priors if you didn't know anything going into the the round it'd be very tough but if unless you were in last play or last in the order or you know very close to the end of the order and you felt like you could correctly read who was placing themselves where yeah so uh in round one um uh, john sack wants uh yun sung to pick mafia and lie about it so we're we're starting the liar right away the uh, the lying uh, immediately in round one uh, and of course, it backfires, and Yunsung loses uh, Garnet because five people uh, choose Mafia. We have uh, two beggars, Jinho and Jungmoon, and they will split two Garnets apiece. Yeah, I, I didn't really get the point of that one. It, it felt more just like they were testing the waters, trying to get a sense of, you know, would he be the only one? Uh, would it pay off? It, it didn't really seem like there was a ton of thought behind that particular choice. Yeah, I mean, I guess like in a game like this, it's it's a leveling question too, like. Um, you're going to be your most. Uh, you're going to be the most on the line in the final round, right? So everyone's going to be going for it in the final round. But if you can go for it one round earlier, you can have the advantage on that final round. But if you're going to do that, then I want to start going nuts in the sixth round. 
But if yeah, I'm going to go down to the sixth round, you know, so it goes back. The game unravels, essentially, right? Right, right. So, like, it seems like, it seems like you should play a more passive game in the first few rounds and get a sense of what's happening and kind of take a look at the lay of the land. But, you, you know, I, I guess it's, it's certainly defensible to start, to start uh, lying and deceiving and, and uh, trying to dominate the game from the very beginning. Although, if you're not on Dongman's team, like, good, good luck to you. Yeah, it, I no problem in principle with the idea of trying to start the deception. It was just it, it was deception for deception's sake. Like, it wasn't going to get them very far because they had no read on the other team. Right, right, right. So uh, in round two, uh, Jung Moon is signaling a lot, but she accidentally double gestures and she uh, she screws it up. Uh, I'm curious to know if if that was countered by the information that was coming in from Kyung Hoon. Um, I don't think we got that in the reveal, but yeah, because they exactly. they go with her. Mm-hmm. They, in that particular round, decided that she, or at least they went into that round deciding that Kyung Hoon was their, or excuse me, that Jung Moon was their primary because her signal is the one that they go with. So, yeah, I, I have the same question. Did Kyung Hoon send a signal that round? They just didn't notice it. Had they already decided that if the two signals conflict that we're going with Jung Moon? Uh, I'm curious. I, I'd love to get a better sense of what was going on there. Yeah, so uh, the round ends with Hyunmin, uh, Kyunghoon, and Jungmoon getting one garnet each. And after two rounds, Hyunmin and Kyunghoon are in the lead with nine apiece. Uh, Yunsung still has eight, is that right? No, he must have... Uh, my notes are all messed up. Um, yeah, I think he would be down to seven. He'd have to be down to seven. Yeah, Jinho and Jungmoon at seven. Uh, uh, Sak and Dongmin at five. And Kyunran still in last place at four garnets. So... Uh, Dongman, Dongman uh, in the meantime, announces he wants his team to be the final four in the game, which, okay, that's fine, I guess. Hey, if anyone can pull it off, it's him. He's called yeah. his shot before. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that's very true. He got his final two last time. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, I think that, I mean, it could happen, but, I, you know, that's such a long shot to guarantee four people. I mean, for one thing, someone's got, one of them would have to be in the death match in the final five, even if you got your perfect uh, death matches in the final seven and final six that excluded those four people. So Yeah, I mean, last time around, he had the benefit of two extremely strong death match competitors. This time around, uh, it remains to be seen how Jin, Jinho is going to fare this season. Uh, Kyung Ran looked good. But again, who knows how many times the two of them will be going two death matches from here on out. And I can't say that I would view them as necessarily dominant competitors in a death match against Jun Seok or anyone who's left on the non-friends of Sangmin side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, round three, uh, Kyung Ran Jin Ho and Hyunmin uh, all go Mafia and they each gain a Garnet. And now it's time for a Garnet giving session. Uh, Yunsung gives one to, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, he gives one to Kyunghoon to uh, to try to help Kyunghoon be the sole winner. So the strategy of that team has changed from getting a joint win to Kyunghoon winning, which again is fine with me because I I'm I love Kyunghoon now. He's my he's my guy who's maybe not that great or maybe he's pretty good. I, I think we're we're seeing maybe that he he could be good. Um, he, he's my he's my guy. He's my not overwhelming favorite that I that I like and I'm rooting for. Well, so. yeah, a, a brief aside here, but if you compare his performance last week with his performance this week, he's really able to play off, you know, the unpredictability factor. He plays it straight last week around and he's pure Sherlock Holmes, but you know, he's not betraying anyone. And, and the week, week before, he had a great strategy where he worked with Yu Hyun uh, to uh, to control the price of all the fish and and uh, set the price at a dollar for everything. So, yeah, he's had he's had a strong few weeks. I mean, he he dispatched Sangmin like in in 
mafia don form you know you talk about uh about dongman being like uh being like a mafia boss but like the the beat down that kyung hoon put on sangman and since then kyung hoon's looked pretty good he's been in a good spot he's tied for the garnet lead in the game again so um yeah but and, and know we'll, we'll get to it but he's really making the most of his reputation week in week out yes yes he is um, and he's he's climbing. I, I don't I don't think I seem so crazy anymore for not having him in last place in my winner ranking. So we'll get to that also a little bit later on. But uh, yeah, so he gets an extra garnet from Yunsung. Uh, Kyung Hoon uh, starts to note that Jung Moon is suspicious, and this is before we know anything about Kyung Hoon. But he points out to Jun Sayak that she seems too happy. Plus, Hyunmin isn't uh, trying to ask Kyung Hoon to be a spy, which he normally would be doing at this point in the game. Which is uh, looking at this in my notes, like just oh, such, such a, a brilliant observation. Like he is this, he is a spy. He he is the spy. Like I don't know if he knows that Jung Moon is also a spy. I don't know if he's figured out there's two spies or if he knows there's two spies. But he's oh, it's it's just it's brilliant. It's like hey, like normally they'd ask me to be a spy. You are the spy. That's that's it, it's such a you. believable comment and delivered so effectively. It's Kyung Hoon is Kyung Hoon. It's yeah. like the it's the idiot savant, like the the guy who you didn't think had a good thought, like with the good thought, like oh yeah, I guess you would have that good thought. You know, yeah, like that and, is. And if you go and if you go back to the the very end of the episode, there's a moment there where they point out that he he doesn't know for a fact that there is another spy. He basically just deduces it from what he knows of Dongmen, saying. I I've have a feeling that he would want a backup spy essentially again, realizing like I am not viewed as being very trustworthy. So since a spy seems like a great strategy for this game, they're probably going to want to make it more foolproof. And so they're probably going to have another one. Right. And he knows that his side doesn't have any spies. Yeah. He, he, he knows that like Jinho and, and Hyunmin aren't like feeding information back his way. So yeah. Yeah. It's one uh, of the, one of the real benefits of Dongman having earned the, the loyalty of everybody else is that in a game like this, he has much more trust in his alliance than all of the scattered free agents who comprise the other team. Yeah, but it winds up being basically everybody against Yunsung and, and Jun Seok, which, and we'll talk about uh, Jun Seok's selection of Yunsung later, but makes that even more perplexing that, you know, that's the only guy that he can trust. I mean, I, I guess it's like a little bit like uh, like Jin Ho giving the, the token of life to uh, Sung Yu uh, instead of, and, and letting Poon go to the death match after open pass in season one. But uh, I don't know, like doing that to your, to the one person who's like not on the other team. But again, we'll talk about that in due time uh, in round four. Oh, and, uh, and Dongman cracks up dealer Hong. So that, that was very fun too. When he gets his phone call on his, not a phone. So, oh yeah. Well done. He got her. He got her. Yeah. Well, you know, she's, it's her house and she doesn't want to break. So, you know, I, I understand that makes sense. So um, round four, uh, John Seok, uh, Kyung Ran, Kyung Hoon, and Hyun Min all get a garnet. And after four rounds, Hyun Min is in the lead with 11. Kyung Hoon has 10. Jin Ho has eight. Uh, Yun Sung, Jung Moon, Kyung Ran, and uh, John Seok each have six. And Dong Min has five. So we still have a pretty good spread. It's, it's pretty unbelievable that from this point, we're going to wind up where uh, uh, we have five players all at 10. I mean, uh, that's uh, or was it eleven? What the hell did they wind up? With? They wound up with ten, right? Ten sounds sounds about right. Given that we both only watched this, you know, within the What's last few minutes, it's, yeah. it's surprising that we've forgotten. But yeah, I don't remember either. Yeah, well, we're, we've we dove right, but yeah, it's ten. Yeah. I know it's ten. It, I, it really was striking to me. Like after round two, I was convinced. I was like, well, it's over. This is now a two horse race. There's no way you're going to be able to catch up in this game with so few garnets on the line and so many people able to essentially put checks and balances on you, regardless of where you move. 
Yeah, they made it, made it such a pleasing uh, reveal that they had, in fact, tied because uh, it seemed like that wasn't even the cards, you know? Yeah, very impressive by the end. So, um, all right. So, uh, round five, and uh, Dawman uh, does, in fact, get four Garnets going last. So, uh, with six Cartels and one Mafia, the Cartels can't have any Garnets. The Mafia doesn't get any Garnets. Um, and uh, Jinho and Hyunmin each lose one for lying. So Dongmin now suddenly is is right back up there. So uh, a good plan to uh, to utilize the feature of the game that that if more than uh, if if five or more people choose cartel or mafia, that that group uh, has to be the one that has the most people choose it. But nobody in it can receive garnets. So being a bagger is the only place to get garnets, uh, and and it's just a great manipulation of that uh, facet of the game. Oh, absolutely. He Dungman is so great at execution of these plans, especially when the math is relatively simple. Uh, give him a clear direction and give him some people to work with, and he is able to tilt things in his direction time and time again. Yeah, he's 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 really good at it, and we see the same strategy uh, around later when Kumran is able to get four garnets, and uh, we are we are moving uh, the scoreboard round seven. Uh, Jun Seok promises a garnet to Jung Moon if she lets him uh, take two as as one of the beggars. Now, I want to talk about this very briefly because this was um, uh, kind of an odd little quirk. Uh, so at, at that point in round seven, if you'll recall, uh, the, it, the belief is that Jin Ho is a beggar. So if Jun Seok is a beggar, then they will each, uh, he, he and Jin Ho will each get two garnets. And so he says, all right, well, Jung Moon, if you pick something else, then I'll give you one of the two garnets. We'll each get a garnet. But if she also picks beggar, then she and Jun Sayak still each get one garnet, right? And and Jinho, who's on the other team, instead of getting two, he only gets one garnet. So I don't know why they didn't take that tack of like, hey, we'll just both be beggars, and then we'll each get one, and then Jinho won't get two. He'll only get one. Yeah, I wonder if right? they forgot. I Because they, they didn't need her. The only thing that I could think of otherwise that they needed her on... Uh, whichever one it was, the Mafia or the the other one that I'm forgetting right now, to kick it over the four threshold. But th- that wasn't even what she was going to be playing. So it's curious to think they didn't just put her in there with the beggars. I'm, I'm totally with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's why, <laughs> that's why we should be watching these episodes twice or maybe 20 times when the game is this complicated. That was a thought I kept having was, oh my god, I'm not, I don't remember what's, I'm, I don't know what's happening. Um, this, you know, I, and of course, as you watch the game play out, it makes more and more sense. But um, I, I feel like because because they're trying to play garnet matches, they're trying to find games that work regardless of how many garnets you start with, that you have a chance to finish with a lot, um, or you know, you can lose them but not too many of them. And that I think that that between this and horror race, that the garnet matches so far have been a little contrived. Have you felt that about about this and horror race? Well, I, I thought this one was a little bit more flexible than Horror Race was. Horror Race was a for sure a, a lot more rule driven. Well, the, just- the big problem with Horror Race uh, is that the biggest difference between the winner and the loser uh, is is five. You, you couldn't have a bigger gap than five garnets between the winner and the loser, which was a problem. That there wasn't there weren't ways to to get a lot, a lot, a lot of garnets. There weren't ways to to lose garnets in that game. Uh, the best you could do was to get five, and the worst someone else could do would be to get zero. So if you came in with six more garnets than anybody, you were guaranteed that you couldn't be in last place. Yeah, and, and that's fair. And, and so for this game around, though, there were certainly more opportunities for a team or a group of people to run away with it. It just ended up being more like the amazing race to say that people just keep getting clustered up over and over again throughout the rounds. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Um, all right, so now we have the final round coming up, and uh, it's time for some scrambling because we, uh, we first of all, we can give away garnets after the seventh round, and Jung Moon is incensed that perhaps uh, Jun Sayak isn't going to give her the garnet that he promised. We get a fun scene of her running around, and I, they were about to start round eight. I mean, did they pause the game because she was running around and screaming and saying, that's not fair, I need more time? Is that, they, is that they, they did. It, it makes me wonder if that happens just a lot more often on the show and we don't see it where the if there's just enough action happening and enough interesting footage being captured, the producers say, you know what, take your time, sort out whatever you've got going on right now. We'll continue in a couple more minutes because that's yeah. If time, like. if the time constraints aren't a feature of the game, because you know we've seen games where where time is really important, like the the stock market game in season three, where it's really important the way that you get a certain amount of time in the dealer room and the certain amount of time for each trading period. Um, so you know that that makes sense, but in in this game, time is not uh, is not really an element that has to be conquered in the game. There wasn't really a warning, and there's no. Um, I, I, like I guess you could argue that there's timed rounds. Like, like time certainly played a role, but it wasn't necessarily a structured feature of the game that you'd have a limited amount of time. Right, right, right. So yeah, so I don't have a problem with it. Even if the you know presuming the producers would have extended the same courtesy to any player saying, "Wait, you didn't give me enough time," you know, let them let them figure out what they got to do. Let them take their time and and solve the problem. And and maybe they felt like they had given her enough time because she hadn't said anything different in the last. What an hour it was what it seemed like between rounds of just constantly badgering uh, Jun Sayak for a garnet over and over again without really varying it up. It, I've got to say it was probably the most uncomfortable I felt watching any scene in the Genius in a long time. Just the constant sort of creepy begging going on in that scene over and over and over again. Yeah, but I'll tell you this: you know, she does that, um, but it works. Yeah, it, it does work. I, I don't know if she if she's not putting up that big a fight if she gets that garnet. I mean, it winds up. I take that back. It does wind up really mattering because she wound up tied for last place, so she's able to not be in last place when the other team chooses Junsack. So it does make a huge difference. And knowing what we know about Junsack and his his me first attitude in these games, he he certainly if he knew what was going to happen, he would not have have uh, gone for that. You know? Yeah, I I was kind of shocked that he gave her that garnet at all. And, but I do wonder, did it sway him? Like, do you think that he was going to, I, my read on it was that he was going to do it the whole time, but he just wanted to work out this plan. And then once the plans were resolved, he would have just given her the garnet. Although to be right. fair, perhaps what he was waiting to see was, could they get this plan in action? And then if they couldn't, he just would not give her anything and let her fend for herself. Maybe that right. was what he was thinking through. Right. And in that case, also in the last round, if there's someone with fewer garnets than you and you know what they're picking, you can pick the same thing and ensure that they can't pass you. That's right. That's right. So, so maybe that was part of it, and he was just figuring, let me wait it out. If we have a clear path to victory, I'll, uh, I'll play nice. And if not, then, well, you were a spy, so too bad. Yeah. So um, anyway, in the final round, uh, we uh, – uh, the plan is that Kyung Hoon can get the soul win. He can give the token of life to Dongman, and uh, the rest of Kyung Hoon's team can can share in the joint loss. Um, although Yun Sung does try to betray everybody to share two garnets with Kyung Hoon, so that he can avoid being in joint last place, which, as we'll talk about, is a pretty bad strategy. But um, basically, uh, what everyone says they're, they are, are, what everyone is supposed to be. Uh, Kyung Hoon uh, is is one of the two people who switches. He says he's going to be a cop, and he's supposed to be a cop, but he in fact picks cartel. Uh, Jin Ho 
and uh, Dongmin each say they're joining the mafia, but they both pick the cartel. Hyunmin and Kyungran both say and choose beggar. Uh, uh, Jun uh, Seok and Jung Moon both say cartel and pick mafia. And what this ultimately does, uh, when Kyung Hoon, instead of picking the cop, uh, he instead picks cartel, the cartels have three people. They each get one garnet. There's one left over, but there are two beggars, so they can't share in it. So with one garnet apiece, Kyung Hoon, uh, Jin Ho, and Dong Min each go up to 10 garnets, joining Hyun Min and Kyung Ran, who are already at 10, and because they were honest about what they picked, they don't lose a garnet. Meanwhile, uh, Jun Seok and Jung Moon each lose a garnet for lying and not getting a garnet. And uh, Yun Sung, who says he's going to be a police officer and picks police officer, he remains at seven garnets. And we get this awesome reveal of the uh, five most interesting people in the game all being safe. Yeah, so this was a, definitely a surprise to me. I, I love this reveal. But I, I just want to pause on one thing that happened during the round here. So from from what we see... It looks like there are at least a few minutes where Dongman is very visibly, or at least very obviously, negotiating with the other team. Uh, shouldn't that be a tip-off to the guys who are getting uh, the wool pulled over their eyes here that uh, his team maybe knows that something is up? Because why aren't they otherwise busting down the door and trying to get Dongman and checking up on him? They basically just leave him alone. So you're saying leave. this should be a major warning, a major red light for for yeah for Junsak for Doctor Yusung. Like, why is his team letting him do this? Why aren't they pulling think, him away? I think it's because the people who the the, the guy who is complicit in this, Kyung Hoon, is with them and is he seems equally confused by what's going on. You know, he seems equally like he's not confused, but the, he seems equally. Uh, with the plan, you know, equally unconcerned about what Dongmin is doing. Like the only way that that this is is, uh, it would take the help of someone on their team. It would take a betrayal to make this happen. Um, but the people who could betray them are all there. So you know, they they are completely in the dark about what Kyung Hoon is up to. Yeah, Plus, I, the safe Kyung Hoon plan. It's right. I, I just feel like if you're if you're Jun Seok, it, it's not strange to you that. Hyun Min and Jin Ho aren't bursting in and being like, Dongman, what are you doing? Let's go. Time yeah. to time to wrap this up. No, I, I think you're right. I mean, that should that should be a red flag, and it's something that they they do seem to have missed. Um, so that, <laughs> they that were just so, they were just so distracted by Jung Moon stomping around and demanding a garnet, they didn't really uh, assess the entirety of the situation in front of them. So uh, Kyung Hoon points out that he has wanted to get revenge on uh, John Sayak for picking fried rice and helping eliminate Sangmin. Uh, hey, uh, Kyung Hoon, if you want to get revenge for Sangmin, uh, self-evict. <laughs> I, uh, so I, when he said that, I was like, oh, interesting. I wonder if that means then that he's going to go uh, all you know, guns blazing to get John Sayak eliminated in the death match. And uh, nope. No, he does not. No. So some, as usual with Kyung Hoon, some effort he put into actually uh, saving his buddy Sangman. Good job, buddy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Who who can figure it? It's he's still for all the good things he's done lately. There's still some things that don't make a ton of sense. So, uh, meanwhile, Yun Sung hands Kyung Hoon his garnets uh, should he get chosen for the death match, and he tells Kyung Hoon, "If I'm eliminated, I want you to keep these." And so, right then, you can scratch Yun Sung off the roster of players who will be back next week. Uh, it was just like a painful moment. I was like, "Don't don't tell the one person who is most." clearly self-interested of anyone in this cast 
that all he has to do is screw you over to get to keep all of your garnets. That that is no, not. A- I just I just felt it was more like you know the the killers in the house like don't run up the stairs. You know, it's like one of those things. Like if 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 you're gonna say that, don't don't have that clip make TV or else you're the person who gets eliminated. <laughs> yeah, anyone it's like anyone on Survivor who just before Tribal Council, if you say you know, I feel really safe tonight, they're only gonna show it if you're getting voted out. That's right. So silly. Uh, yeah. But so once he said that, all right. Well, it was fun having you, Doc. So it's time to choose a death match. Uh, our first, first, uh, uh, Junsayak has to choose his opponent. And I did want to talk about this very briefly because, uh, it's, it seems that Junsayak knew that Jungmoon had betrayed the team, that she was a spy also. So that seems like all the justification you need to pick her, right? Right. So that's how I was thinking. But I guess he puts it down by saying the two of you both betrayed the team. Jungmoon was betraying us the entire time, whereas Yunsung just betrayed us at the very end. Uh, That's silly. Silly. Yeah. I, I mean, let's talk a little bit more about that. So I'm curious to get your take. It sounds like you feel like that was uh, purely a bad decision to switch the play at the last minute. Yeah. I mean, so he's trying to avoid the joint loss. Now, part of it, and you'd have to talk to him, to him, I guess, to, to know, part of it could be he's afraid that someone else is going to do this as well, that, that you know, Jun Sayak or Jung Moon, who are both very self-interested players, are going to make a similar move to try to save themselves from being in joint last place. Because it's very nice to all hold hands and say we're all going to jump in the, you know, jump off the cliff together. But, uh, you know, it doesn't mean they're all going to do it. So if, if that's the case, I guess that makes more sense to me. But if he's really doing it just so he can avoid being in joint last place, like, you don't want the last thing you do in the game to be to uh, to to go against your word to someone who is going to be choosing who's going to the death match because whether it's Jung Moon or Junsak who's who's going to wind up finishing in last place you're betraying both of them like everybody who could be in last place you are simultaneously uh, lying to and that's the last memory they have from the game before they have to pick somebody so i think it's a terrible move i think you take a chance there especially because Yunsung is is not necessarily the most likely person to get picked to be in last place like you have to figure that just just knowing the group dynamics that uh uh, John Sayak is the most likely person to to get chosen in in that in that situation. So and and because you've worked with him before and you've worked with him so well, he's not likely to choose you. I think it's a bad move for Yun Song to do that and to give any ammunition to John Sayak to potentially want to pick him or even even to Jung Moon. Yeah, I, I'm a little torn on this one. So I am completely with you from the perspective of you're angering the people who are going to be choosing their deathmatch opponent. Uh, right before the moment when they will be making that selection. So it'll be fresh in their minds that you just tried to screw them over. Um, but I also, I, I feel like from the perspective of you gave everyone, you know, a one-time shot to defect and everyone has a strong incentive to defect. It did seem like just good thinking to figure that he was not going to be the only one defecting from that you know, potential group of three who would be joint losers. So I, I totally get why he did it and what the rationale is, but I hear you. It's a tough position to put yourself in when you're, you know, doing that to the one the the people who are then guaranteed to be in last place and be looking for someone to pick. Yeah, I think you just grit your teeth and you and you do what you said you were going to do. Because um, again, even even if your plan works, you're still not necessarily safe. You're certainly not going to be a winner of the game. Like, there's right. no chance that you're a winner or a joint winner. Yeah, it, it only makes you marginally more safe. Maybe very very little. So uh, it's time to go to the death match, and uh, he uh, uh, Jun Sayak excludes double sided poker, and Yun Sung excludes same picture hunt. Now, presuming the same rules for same picture hunt, the person with more garnets, which Yun Sung was, should never exclude that game. Yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing. I, I think what they're figuring is that perhaps um, the 
order is chosen in a manner similar to what we saw for monorail, which is that there's basically a coin flip for it, in which case I, I totally get it. But it's true. I think if a more sensible any, I yeah, think a more sensible rule change to fear is that uh like in same number hunt, that they're gonna show you the whole board for about fifteen seconds. And yeah, uh, you know, if if that's the case, if the players know that or have reason to suspect that that is the case, then I I do agree with Yunsung's rationale there because he does seem to be completely out of sorts. Um, and going back to to Junsak selecting him, you you wonder why he's not choosing the person who who uh, was a spy and who uh, who worked against the team the whole time, and instead is picking the person who he's worked with so many times in the past. But at the same time, uh, for the same reason that I think Yunsung excluded same picture hunt, I think Yunsung's just like he didn't sleep last night. You know, I think he's just having an off day, and so for that reason, I think it does make some sense for Junsak to pick him because he he's. This is probably the, the easiest time to pick him off is when he's, yeah, not he's in bad health. That's he's got an case. eye twitch. Who knows yep. what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so you, you pick him. Out, yeah, uh, he ran out of healing crystals or something last week, so he's got a lot of problems. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they use they use them all to make uh, the the glass for the Apple watches. So there's no more crystals. So, oh. uh, yeah. So you know, you, you, but again. If, if you're concerned that that's the case, if you're out of sorts and you think you're going to have 15 seconds to memorize all these symbols, okay, that makes sense to me. But I don't see why there's any indication that that, that is a rule change for same picture hunt. And if it's if it's going to be the same same picture hunt rules, you I mean, that's a great one to do when you're exhausted because you don't have to think. He picks he picks A, you pick A. He picks B, you pick B. And even if even if your brain is completely shut off, if you have the garnet advantage, if you have the two step lead and you can make him go first, you've got uh more than a seventy five percent chance to win without without a single thought in your head. Right. I, I I'm with you. As long as he's confident enough that the uh order is chosen in the same way. So the fact that he has that one extra garnet or you know, however many extra garnets it's gonna be at this point means that he you know, it has that benefit in the order of who goes first, then sure. But if he's at all so not sure about it, it's a, it's a real, like, just think about it. If it's a, if it's a coin flip um, and then he is that disadvantaged, you know, if he's going you know, in the wrong order, then, it, then it's a real problem for him. And he, he'd have to really battle to come from behind. Yeah. But if, um, again, presuming that, that they're eight spaces away from the end of the, of the belt of falling off the belt yeah. um, and 16 spaces on the board, even if they start at the same place, so long as he's not the first person to go, or if he has a one-step advantage on, you know, it doesn't matter who goes first. So long as John Sayak uh, is eight spaces away from, from the end of the game. Uh, or I guess it does matter because John Sayak would pick a different, uh, a different tile to look at than Yunsung. But even still, let's say, let's say John Sayak does go first uh, that, you know, even if you both start eight spaces away, it's still 50 50. Like then you're taking a coin flip to stay in the game. Uh, and if you're Yunsung and you're out of sorts, take the coin flip, right? Because your full mental capacity right now is not going to be good enough. And as we see in a moment, it's not going to be good enough. So take, you know, take the, the go for luck to the fullest extent you can go for, you know, take the coin flip when you can take it. And here it looks like he probably could have taken it and he chose not to. So we, uh, we, we go to dealer Hong's balls and the uh, she chooses the ball for monorail. So here we go. It is not going to be Dongman's game later on, which which would have been fun. Instead, it's going to be Junsak and Yunsung's game. And we see the players practicing and rehearsing, and and uh, Yunsung is working on it with Hyunmin and Dongman. Uh, meanwhile, Junsak is working with Kyunghoon, who really wanted him to go to the death match to avenge Sang's death, and who he is now helping uh, for 
to avenge Sangman's life. I, I don't. Is there a, we, we we don't know. We don't know why. Yeah, I, I think he just he saw Garnets and he figured, hey, if I completely screw over Doctor Yunsung, then I get some Garnets. So let's do it. Yeah. So uh, we have a coin flip. John Slack's going to go first, and he's going to put three straight tiles, one on top of the other. I have it drawn out in my notes here. It's a beautiful move. And my first thought is, well, great. Now it's elementary because you've got a situation here where there's only there's essentially one way to complete the track. You know, because I'm looking at this in my notes. I'm 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 tapping with my pen. Okay, here, 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 here. here. Okay, sixteen. Great. So it seems it, it seems easy, right? It seems that's okay. Got it. Good. That seems pretty easy, but uh, it's it's not. Uh, all Yunsun can see is making a path to go over the top, and because of the way this is set up, because there's only one one path that can go. I mean, there's different ways to arrange the curves on the left side of the board, but um, you know, I'd, I'd have to go through it. But it, because of that, it seems like there is a perfect strategy that can be employed here, where one of the two players is in a position to guarantee the win if they play it perfectly. Right, which goes back to uh, Sangman having excluded Monorail when he's in the death match because Kyung-hoon had told him that he had basically solved the game and well, Kyung-hoon came through. It looks like he had a, a few really solid strategies here that he's able to share. If you were Junsek, would you have trusted Kyung-hoon even though he, he claimed that he had solved? I, I mean, trust, but verify, right? So Kyung-hoon literally takes the tiles out and walks him through step-by-step step and gives uh, Junsek a chance to memorize it. I wouldn't have purely trusted him, but I certainly would have been willing to hear him out. Yeah. Well, no one else is willing to talk to you, so uh, you know, there's, there's uh, that's also helpful, I guess. That <laughs> you might as well play with somebody. Give you the time of day. Yeah. Yeah. So after a good practice partner. So after thinking about this for uh, what seems like a very long time, uh, finally, Yunsung decides it's impossible. You can't do it. Drops the mic, and it it breaks his foot. <laughs> yeah. I. Gosh, I that that one was a surprise. I mean, we saw it with. You know, it's the reverse Yunju, basically, where he, he doesn't want to make the mistake that, that she did, he says. Um, but did did he just have a complete brain fart? Did he just not think, like, okay, let me try every possible combination I can think of. I can literally take the tiles and just put them wherever I want. Um, well, Yunju took, like, an hour before deciding that, that she could place another tile. Isn't that uh, what you heard as well? That, that it, it is. It was... Yeah, I've, I've heard the same thing. That he was, she and I wonder how long this was. How long did Yunsung look at this and and was unable to figure out that you could you could make a path? I mean, it could have been an hour again. Yeah, and maybe he was playing around with the the pieces over and over again for yeah just as long as it possibly was. But I don't know. It, it looks like he, how, how he, miss he it? tried one path and he just couldn't get it. You didn't miss it, did you? No, no. As, as I was watching, I was just mapping it out. I paused the TV because I I Chromecast it over to the TV, walked over, and sort of like placed out with my finger where they could go. So I was like, ah, what are you doing? What are you doing? Find the path. It's there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, uh, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> what are you going to do? I, if, if John uh, was in control of the game, like it's possible this move is the perfect control move and that he's going to win automatically anyway, just because he won the coin flip. Um, so it may not really matter what, uh, Yunsung does. Uh, and again, I'd have to, to go through it and take a closer look at it. I, I haven't had time to, really said of the game i mean if i was playing in season four i would have taken the time to figure out the perfect move but i have no financial incentive to do that so right. i did not and, take the time and and that's sort of the same thing that yeah i was surprised by that so kyung hoon well first of all i was surprised that kyung hoon uh walked jun seok through so much of this with random english phrases uh which i noticed as he was doing the explanation it's like oh it was fun right. 
Yeah, Kyung Hoon went to school in the U.S. for a while, so he must be another genius contestant who speaks. That's who I want to podcast with. I want to get Kyung Hoon. Let Dom and Colin have Yoo Young. That's fine. They can talk to Yoo Young all they want. That's fifth out. Who needs him? Uh, that's not Kyung Hoon loves media, so I feel like we, we got an inside angle. We can get him. No, problem. I think that'd be really fun. Yeah. All right. So, uh, um, all right. You're the Harvard Unchina of the two of us. So you pull whatever strings you got. I, I gotta find. And, I think uh, he went to like he went to like Southern Illinois University or something. So I gotta. Find somebody. I thought, that was, I thought Yu Yun went to Illinois State. I feel like so. I'll look this up, but I feel like Kyung Hoon also has some U.S. Middle America collegiate experience. So close. I went to University of Illinois, so uh, it doesn't do anything. Hey, I went to U of I. You went to Illinois State. Let's um, let's have nothing to talk about. Let's talk sporting rivalries. Yay, sports. No, there's not one. No, no. See, Illinois growing is up not, in New York, you don't learn anything about college sports at all. So. We have like hey, we got Rutgers in the Big Ten now. We got that media market up in New York. So get, get ready for some exciting Big Ten football, if any. Red Red Storm. Oh, that's St. John's. See, I don't even know what Rutgers is. I don't know. Anyway. Again, when you go to University of Illinois, you, you are barely aware that college football exists. It's like you're in the Big Ten, but you're not in the Big Ten. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Kyung Hoon, uh, hey. Uh, <laughs> we want him on. We'll, we'll talk to you about any episode you want. We'll record things. We'll put you over. It'll be a great time. Come on. Dunsack went to Harvard. He probably speaks English well enough. I mean, we, you know, pull some strings. Uh, we'll have to go back and delete all the points in the podcast where we said he looked like Kim Jong-un. Or maybe he has a good sense of humor about that. Or maybe he is Kim Jong-un and he's flattered that he was recognized. Yeah. He, and if it is Kim Jong-un, that dude loves American media. So, hey, perfect. Let's bring him on. Um, in any case, what we find out here basically is we're, we're stunned at how monorail plays out. I know I was at least just seeing that. How they got 10 minutes out of, out of Yunsung, uh, staring at the board and uh, not making a move. Well, it was suspense. I was surprised they didn't. Well, I don't know. They sort of let you play along at home because they don't give it away that, you know, there is a clear solution here until things sort are Sort of, but it's so obvious. I mean, you're playing along at home, but you're dead certain of what's about to happen. Yeah, and, and if you're reading the faces of the folks who are watching from the large con- the, the large communal table, mm-hmm. you can see that they already know. They know the solution's there, and they're just like, ah, no, what are you doing? What are the you doing? The only ah. when somebody says, well, maybe Jun Seok will screw up uh, connecting it himself. <laughs> right, exactly. That's, that, there's your manufactured suspense. So, yep, so uh, Sung is gone, and we shall go through the remaining seven contestants and place them in order of how likely they are to win. What do you think of that plan? Let's do it. All right, so uh, at the top, would uh, uh, I, 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 it's oh, really sorry. hard for me. So the top is still Dongmin and Hyunmin, and, and we can order them uh, however we like. And uh, but I think uh, we'll get to this next. But I think I think the big question for me now is third place, uh, whether it's Jinho or Junsak. So we'll get to that in a moment. But let's start with Dongmin and Hyunmin at the top. Who sure. you got? I I keep Dongmin on top. I just think he is. Still earning the trust of everyone. It's, it's very hard to imagine that anyone is going to pick him as a deathmatch opponent right now, other than Jun Seok. He's, he's pretty much the only person I can imagine doing it. Um, but he's just been so effective at marshalling resources, at building a team. And I, I expect to see that continue. Uh, so I had I moved Dongmin over Hyunmin in my personal rankings last week. And I'm going to switch him again because I, I think they're very close. Uh, I think they've been very close, but we see again that Dongmin, just like in season three, in certain situations is willing to go to the death match. And I really believe that. I don't think he's just saying that. I think he really is willing to go to the death match in certain situations. Yep. And that's, uh, that's avoiding the death match is one of the big parts of, of winning in the game. He's avoided him so far. So has Jinho. And so somehow has Jungmoon. Um, but 
he's, he seems willing to fall on his sword for the team. And that, that if he's more likely to go to death matches, he's more likely to be eliminated from death matches. So I'm going to slide Hyunmin back up to the number one spot, and I'm going to put Dongmin in the number two spot. That's not crazy, is it? I mean, you might disagree, but in the no, I, I don't think it's crazy at all. He certainly is willing to go. I, I think that his willingness decreases week over week, though, just as there are fewer potential targets for him left. Um, we're, we're getting close to the point where he has an alliance with everyone left in the game. So I don't think he's going to be willing to go to the death match for any one of these people in particular. I, uh, perhaps he's willing to go to try to knock Junsak out of the game. Maybe that's one person he's still willing to do it for. But from here on out, I, I think he says, you know, forget it. No more sacrificing well, myself or, or risking it. In the preview for the, for next week, he seems pretty mad at Jinho and Kungran, so maybe he's willing to go eventually to try to take out Jinho. I don't know. That would be a fun death match between the two winners. Oh, I'd, I'd love to see that. I just I, I wonder if it's sort I of a, like, a red herring. I'd love to see it in a way that like didn't eliminate one of them. You know, I'd love True. to see them like go against each other, but then hey, you're both back next week, and hey, here's Sangman too. <laughs> and that's right. And your puppy's back from that farm they sent him to upstate. <laughs> He did find his mom, and they were very happy. Oh, that's great! I'm, oh, thanks, mom. It's wonderful. Um, All right. So, so that brings us to the next, the next inflection point here. Third place, it's it's got to be Jinho or Junsak. Do you agree with that? Uh, Jinho has been really underwhelming so far. Um, I okay. So, so Diamond I, I guess I put I put Kyungran up there. I would lower Junsak just because everyone seems to be gunning for him right now. I, I feel like he's in a very bad spot. Okay, so Dom and Colin have been talking about this, about Jinho being underwhelming. So here's the thing. We've, we've seen peak Jinho before. We know what peak Jinho is, right? We've seen peak Jinho. We've seen him crushing death matches in season one. We've seen him doing, doing well in main matches in season one and season two. We've seen him in open pass. We've seen him in the finals of season one. Peak Jinho is still very good, and I don't think peak Jinho is dead. I also don't think it's that big a deal that he's not been super impressive because his reputation precedes him. He's not gone to any death matches yet, along with Dongmin and Jungmoon. He's one of the only people who stayed out of the death matches. I feel like he'd be fine. You know, if he gets to a death match, he'll he'll be at his best. Like he just seems like maybe he hasn't been drinking his coffee or he's he's waiting for a point where he really needs to come alive. But he's doing the thing that Yoan did in season two. He's he's just kind of he's avoiding the interest. He's avoiding being in last place by himself, and he's avoiding the interest of the people who are finishing in last place. He's not in a position where the loser's ever going to be like, oh, Jinho, Jinho did me wrong. I'm True. I, I think the reason that I'm a little down on him is for him to make it to the finals, uh, it probably requires a route that goes through either Dongmin or Hyunmin at some point. And right now, from what I'm seeing at him, it's, it's hard to imagine him pulling that off. I don't know. I think there are... I, I, I think he could plausibly beat Dongmin at a game like, or Hyunmin really, at a game like uh, like double-sided poker. I mean, we saw how good Jinho was at uh, Indian poker in, in season one. He did very well at it. In season two, he was eliminated at it, but that was that was a fluke of the, the tied like a, hand. The coin flip. Yeah. I, I, I just, I think there, and, and, you know, we certainly see that Quattro is, Quattro's still there. Quattro could go to whoever. Uh, Jinho could win, same picture hunt if he's got more Garnets at that point. Like, uh, of the death matches that are left, 12 Jangi, he could be good at 12 Jangi. I could see a situation where Jinho could beat, uh, maybe not Hyunmin, but maybe Dongmin at 12 Jangi. Sure. Sure, it, definitely possible. So I don't, I don't think, I mean, yeah, he might have to go through them, but I don't, he's not a dead man walking. It's not, you know, I think, I think, Kunran's in a lot of trouble against Dongmin or Hyunmin in a death match. I don't think Jinho's in that kind of trouble. And that's why I can't put 
if you if you're saying King Ran should be in third place, I can't put her there. I don't I don't think she belongs there. I think it's got to be Jin Ho or Junsak. And Junsak is a his his he's very self interested, which is good. Um, but it's bad in the sense the other players know it. It's bad that he seems to have a target on his back. I think uh, he's. I'll take him over Jinho to to come up with a good strategy in a main match at this point. But I think the social connections Jinho had, and this is what I said about Yunsung last week, so take this with a grain of salt. But I think because of the the social connections Jinho has, and the fact that he's he's not the face of the evil empire at any point, like Jun Seok is and has been. I, I don't think he's as likely as Junsak to be picked to be last place as happened this week or to be picked to go to the death match as happened in episode one when, when Junghyun, uh, now uh, miles into the sea, selected Junsak to go to the death match. So I think for me, I still have Jinho in third place, even though he has been underwhelming. I'm not going to argue that what we've seen has been underwhelming. I think that somewhere in there is still the old Jinho. And, uh, you know, in this field of seven, after Hyunmin and Dongmin, who are far and away the top two, I, I just don't think the rest of the field. It's not that Jinho's so great; it's that no one else is better. That's fair. I, I mean, I would certainly be excited to see a season one era Jinho performance come up at some point here in the rest of the season. Um, and it's yeah, certainly I'd like, not. I'd like the producers to give them a game where they can do that. I'd like to see a game where there is something like, but the problem is the players are all looking for it. You give the players a physical prop and they're checking it out. And, you know, look at, uh, look at what happened with, with horror race where they're figuring out the different weights, even though the trick was supposed to be the magnets, the players are figuring out the different weights of the, of the chips. So yeah, I, I don't know. Hopefully we see something that can be open past, you know, that can be God's judgmented. I don't know. Yeah. And, and if we do, and if Shinho does it, I will be very happy to see it. Even happier if they play mysterious ways when he does. <laughs> so uh, okay, well, extreme, so, so I have, extreme ways. Excuse me. I I'm have two songs right now. Yeah, I'm, Moby, whatever. So okay. yeah, just just say Moby. It's the only Moby song that I'm familiar with. So uh, fourth place, I, I guess it's got to be Junsack because for me, I mean, you you might you have Kungran in third place, but I think she's still below Junsack for me. He's. You know, and I'm I'm thinking also about Kyunghoon here, honestly. Like he's he clearly is strong in death matches. He eviscerated Sangman. He had a lock strategy for Monorail. I mean, he's he's probably the reason why Jun Seok won, or at least the reason why it was so easy. Uh if if he's if he's got the death matches down, how are you gonna eliminate him? I mean, there's a lot of luck. There are games with, with strong luck components, but he's he's really been impressive the last few weeks, and he seems to have friends in high places. I mean Dongmin was a little hesitant to work with him before, but this week they seemed to, to jump in together with open arms. You know, there was there was full trust. Kyunghoon didn't reverse betray. He didn't leak any information. He seems to be learning from his mistakes. So, um, man, I, I'm going to move Kyunghoon up to fourth place in my rankings. Yeah, I, I actually, I can't argue with that. I think that after this week, he really shown, he showed that he, he's rebuilding relationships. He's proving himself to be trustworthy. And still, yeah, he's seemingly done a lot of practicing for these death matches. So, the fact that they're all historical classic death matches really, you know, bodes well for him. It, it's in his favor. He's got some practice in. He understands them, and he's got good scouting reports for these death matches. As much of a, of a mess as he was in season three, uh, when he got eliminated, that it was like um, I don't know if we talked about this or not, but it was like the closest. It was the closest that the genius has come, I, I think, to that moment uh, in Survivor All Stars where where Rob got voted out, where it's like, oh man, like like I feel that pain right through the TV, you know, like the 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 arc of it, how, how sad he was at the end of the episode. Yeah, that like you you feel like like man, like if I were playing, I would be that upset too and that frustrated and that helpless 
uh, feeling. You know, like uh, the, the difference is, I, I don't know what Rob could have done in All Stars. I mean, we, that's that's a conversation for a different day. And mm-hmm. certainly, Kyung Hoon could have not done what he did in in Fruit Stand in uh, or whatever the game was called in in uh, the first week of that season where he betrayed Ah Young. So so it's not like a perfect parallel, but it's just the same feeling of like, oh man, like that could have been me, and that would have sucked if that was me. Uh, and, and to see him now in this great position and he seems to be having fun, which again, he, he seems to be a huge fan of the genius, uh, seemed to have been a, a huge fan before he got to play like that. He wanted to come out and like enjoy himself and he didn't in season in season three and, and in season four, he is enjoying himself. He's having fun. He's he's got a little bit of power. He's got some garnets. And, and so I really enjoy watching him play. And so I hope I hope that he he can do it. You know, I, he's he's my guy. He's my horse. Um, I, yeah, I, 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 I appreciate seeing him evolve here he's using his reputation to you know the fullest extent he's rebuilding social relationships with the folks who are left and he he's sort of tamping down on his weaknesses he's not doing crazy things he's sticking to the plan and it's it's effective at least for the last few weeks all right i'm gonna put uh john sack in fifth place because I, I just think that the, the two at the bottom are so clearly the, the weakest players left. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyung Ran, I'll put ahead of Jung Moon because she seems to have more social connections and grace, uh, whereas Jung Moon is just begging for garnets. But honestly, we're at a point of the season where I don't think I'd be, well, I, I won't say shocked if anybody wins. There's, no, there's nobody who could squeak through to the final two where I'd say, oh my goodness, how did that person get to the final two? Yeah, I, I could see Jung Moon winning an, a death match. From here to the yeah. end of the season, she could do it. She's Y'all clearly brilliant. Yep, she's super smart. I would not be excited about facing her in any death match, especially not Gil Hab. Uh, maybe Quattro if the other players are going to be helping you and not her. True, true. But to, just like I think everybody's pointed out, it's entirely possible that they've changed the rules to Quattro in some way to make it slightly less of a crapshoot. To make it less not good. Exactly. Yeah. So, all right. So, there's there's my list. I have Hyunmin number one, Dongmin, Jinho, Kyunghoon. I can't believe he's in fourth out of seven. Uh, Jun Seok, Kyungran, and finally Jungmoon at the bottom. And that is our rankings as we conclude our podcast for episode six. Wow, it's already episode six yeah. of season four of the Genius. We're halfway home. Yeah, it's it's amazing the the summer of Kyunghoon. It it continues. It's fun. I mean, it's it's really. Uh, I guess Big Brother is picking up a little bit now that they're not doing Battle of the Block anymore. But like I've said before, I, I'm a White Sox fan, so there is no professional baseball this summer. <laughs> and this is just such a wonderful thing to, you know, uh, Bill Clinton uh, built a bridge to the 21st century. The Genius Season 4 is building a bridge to Survivor Second Chances. We're going to have uninterrupted. I looked at the calendar. I believe that the, the last episode of this, if, if the Wednesday subtitles hold, the last episode of this is going up one week before the premiere of Survivor 31. So every week from now through December, we're going to have something really exciting to watch uh, for our, our reality TV salivating selves. So hey, that's it's, perfect. It works out great. Perfect. Building a bridge to Survivor 31. Yeah. And really, I mean, maybe Survivor 31 is, is just dessert. And this is the main course. It certainly feels like it. But, you know, when Survivor season comes around, we'll get into full Survivor mode. So I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm always going to love Survivor. And, and if anything, I hope that survivors editing team as i mentioned last week has been watching some genius and they can take some cues because it can make it an even better show i hope everyone's been watching the genius so that they can make it in the united states and i can be cast it'd be so good that's fair right yeah i I, we've talked about this a bunch but even if it's not on a network i think this is a perfect show to pair with survivor for because as survivor has evolved to become much more about the strategizing because clearly that's what the the fans who have stuck around through 30 seasons 
now like the most about the show. Like this show would be a perfect pairing because it's it's all strategy. So you'd think that there there could be a home for it there. And if not, there's got to be some newfangled subscription internet TV something or other that would want the genius on the air. No, I want it on on primetime broadcast like network TV because when I'm on the show, I want to have a network prize budget for me to win. That I mean, that sounds good. It's it's going to be better than the 500 questions prize budget. That's for sure. Yeah, that was uh, the less said, the better. <laughs> All right. So anything else you want to add for for this episode? No, just, just that thanks to Bum Diddlyumptious for getting it up on a Wednesday. We definitely appreciate it. You're the best. Yep. Oh, and uh, I think we forgot to mention our Twitter handles at the start of the show. Oh, Even if we it. remembered, who cares? I'm at who is Scott Green. Yep. And I am at Michael Botta, B-O-T-T-A. And just a reminder again, if you are not on the Reddit page, it's Reddit dot com slash r slash the genius so uh hop on and uh remember if you pick your kung hoon flare i had it first sangman season two it's the way to go all right mike we'll we'll talk next week we uh we're expecting a special guest to join us on the podcast next week so that will be fun and uh look forward to that and as always do send us your comments your questions we'll get to all that and we'll talk to you next week so yep, long. same same genius time same genius channel bye everybody